Welcome to episode number 169 of Take Him With You for April 29th, 2012. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy with my cat Hoshi. She's helping tonight. You can't hear her yet because, well, the music's too loud. But uh, on today's episode, before we get back into our Sunday Cool series, we're going to answer questions from you, our listening audience. It should be good. Plus, we'll talk about all sorts of stuff that happened this week. And uh, you might get to hear a zombie or two. You never know. So stick around for this episode of Take Him With You. Well, another crazy week has gone by here at the Moyer household. And I mean crazy. Been, you've been working a bunch and I've been working well mm-hmm. okay I got a bunch of jobs lined up but I haven't I didn't actually get paid for any this week mm, that was fun yeah but I, I've got a bunch of of things set up though so you know that's good so I'll probably start working on those things next week and I did do a really cool fun video for um, a lawyer uh, that a friend of mine who mm-hmm. lives in Nevada and so that was kind of fun yeah, so today we're going to talk about all sorts of cool stuff, and uh, I think everybody's going to enjoy it. And I, I get to um, share with everybody the fun and exciting thing that w- that came out in September, and I didn't even know it. Okay. I was on a video game. I did voices for a video game months ago. Yeah. And they never, they never emailed or called or anything to tell me that they finally put it in the video game. So it's been out. People have been playing it. On their iPads, mm-hmm. and I knew nothing so, about so it. So how did you eventually figure, find out? Well, every three months, I mm-hmm. I email my clients that I've worked for in the past mm-hmm. and ask, uh, or see how they're doing, mm-hmm. and then ask if there's any um, voiceovers or music or video work or whatever that they would like done for them that I'm available and ready to work for them again. And I happened to ask this gentleman that I did the uh, voices for the video games for if uh, the video game had come out or not. And he wrote back and said, oh, yeah, and here's the, both uh, the different ones that you were on. I was on two of them. And so he gave me the URLs, and I went and looked and downloaded them, and and uh, now I've been playing them, and they're hilarious. Well, and, and what's even more hilarious is the voices that you did. Yeah. You did You'll, well, we'll see. Don't, don't, don't tell oh, everybody yet. Okay. I'll show them in a moment. You know. It, it pays the power bills or whatever we need. It did pay the power bill. We already got paid and it's done. Yeah, a long time ago, but yeah, that was yeah. good. Yeah, so, and then, um, you know, I wrote some music this last week. That was cool and a uh, bunch of cool stuff that way, but I'll talk about that a little bit later. And I'm sure you have some adventures to share with us right after this. Do you remember playing great PC games like King's Quest, Command & Conquer, and X-Wing? Do you remember spending hours tweaking your config sys and auto-exec bat files to eke out just one more K of conventional memory? If you do, then you may be interested in my show, The Upper Memory Block. Every two weeks we talk in-depth about a game, game series, company, or technology from the DOS and pre-Windows XP gaming era. We'll discuss the story, gameplay, and technology of the games of the time. But more importantly, we're going to focus on what made each game special, interesting stories from their development, and how they shaped what PC gaming is today. If you remember gaming in the late 80s and early 90s, or you're interested in finding out more about it, come join your host Joe in the Upper Memory Block. That's the Upper Memory Block podcast at umbcast.com, or find it on iTunes. 
Our good friend Joe does that program, and he just covered a brand new episode um, about Sim City. Do you remember that program that Nathan liked so much? I remember when he used to play with with that. I think it was that one, and he had also a Sim roller um, coaster park. Yeah, that he liked like, a lot. Yeah, but anyway, this was a, a really cool. Uh, video game back in the uh, 90s and uh, Joe covers it very extensively and it's quite well done and then there's even a comment from our friend Tim from uh, Oregon on there. Good. Yeah, and it's a very good program. So I And pretty soon he's going to do one of your favorite subjects. Coming up in a yeah. few well, it'll be more than a few weeks but he's going to cover Space Quest and you can know that I'm going to be on yes, that one. You, you like will. white on rice. And I, I remember when you played that game. Yeah, you already talked about this. I, let's did, save did it. We, did we talk about the yes. lighting the toilet paper on fire? Shush, 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 shush. No, quiet. <laughs> Be quiet. We'll it, cover it that later. It was a game. It wasn't in real life. <laughs> well, no, I probably, probably did that too. You probably get in trouble. I did was. light the aftershave in my parents' bathroom on fire in the sink. Yeah. Don't do this at home, kids. You were kind of a naughty boy. I liked it. They only caught me because they smelled this weird, sick, burnt smell, and it was me. I had burnt <laughs> aftershave. It's pretty cool looking. Rubbing alcohol lights on fire, too, but I don't recommend it. I I am surprised that your mom still has some sanity left after raising you. <laughs> that was a long time ago. It's a long, long time ago. Whoa. But I guess given a match and some aftershave, I might do it again. <laughs> Please don't. Don't try this at home, kids. It's just a disclaimer right there. Yeah. Please yeah. don't. Okay, so. I've just always been fascinated by fire. I'm, I'm a fire bug. I admit it. I like yeah, it. Yeah. You love the 4th of July Oh, fireworks. yeah. Blow things up. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you did this week, dear? Um, I work six days in a row. Wow. Um, and let me see where <laughs> my, my mind kind of blurs. I, I worked in Lacey, which is about an hour north <coughs> of here or east, something like that. And then I worked in Raymond a couple of days yeah. and I worked in Hoquim and Aberdeen and all over. We had fun having lunch yeah. with a friend of ours from church. Yeah, we did. And Our Nathan got to join us for that, our oldest son. And um, you guys talked cameras. Yeah, we brought our cameras and talked mm -hmm. about our, our digital cameras. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. He's in Hawaii right now, our friend Kevin. Yeah. Enjoying the wonderful, beautiful weather. Yeah, that would be nice. My mom and dad just got back from Hawaii and said it was awesome. I mowed a lawn in the rain today. She read all three Hunger Game books on her Kindle. <laughs> While she was in Hawaii. While she was in Hawaii. I, and my dad played Angry Birds on his Kindle I, Fire. I could do that. <laughs> I could read all three Hunger Games. I think I almost did. Read you know what she told me? Week. What? She told me dad's going back to each level and getting three stars on each level of Angry Birds. Oh. And he's just about ready to download Angry Birds Space. My dad. That's so My dad. That rocks. Well, I'm not a huge video game fan, but I'm glad he's enjoying it. Oh, I think it's hilarious. He, he has a, a Kindle Fire. They used to get mad at me for playing video games now, and make fun of me. And now has, they play them. Your mom has a normal Kindle, right? What? Does she? What? How did she read her? her yeah, she has a Kindle. She has a r normal Kindle, and right. your dad has a Kindle Fire. Yeah, but I think she's gonna she's gonna want to get. She needs to get an iPad. Mom, if you're listening, get an iPad, would you? Gosh. 
well, download the Kindle app, and then you can do all the things you want to do. Yeah. You just can't well, do that. On one that. thing, though, that I have to say is that I I do like the normal old-fashioned Kindle, if there's such a thing as an old-fashioned Kindle. But the, the first Kindles that came out that had the dull, kind of grayish-looking screens, that yeah. Because they are wonderful for reading outside. Yeah. And their batteries last like a month. Whereas the the fancier things like my iPhone and your iPad, the batteries don't even last a day if you use them a lot. The way we use them. Well, I use them a lot, yeah. And you you use yours a lot. So I like my old-fashioned Kindle for like putting lots and lots of books on and being able to read outside in the bright light. And having the battery last a long time. Yeah. So, I mean, there's just different things. I don't, I, I would imagine the Kindle Fire is more like the iPad that you have to charge it up a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Yeah. I don't know for sure about that because I don't have one, but <coughs> yeah. Well, we highly recommend the Kindle to anybody. It's really cool. It's neat. And, and the neat thing is if you don't have, if you have like an iPhone or something like that, you can just get the Kindle app. Now, you will have problems with battery and with reading out in the sun, but... I don't seem to have a problem with that stuff. But, yeah. But the Kindle app's really cool, too. Yeah. And we, and we don't get paid anything from Kindle or... Or Apple. Apple. Even though we should. We probably should. I want the we? new iPad. I hear it goes faster. You know... I'm thinking a lot about I've that. I've heard some downsides to the new well, one. Well, they'll come out with another one pretty soon, and because it'll be cool. Because the new one, I've heard you can't have like a program on while it charges so like if you have a alarm Little, clock uh, program it doesn't charge all the way oh uh, yeah that happens. so so that wouldn't work for like me because mm-hmm. i use my phone for Everything. my alarm well yeah, no so. you don't have an alarm clock on that's just the alarm that the iphone wakes you up yeah that's not a, i actually that's not say clock. siri can you wake me up at seven thirty? and what does and it do it says you already have an alarm set for 7.30. It's hilarious. I will set it. Yeah. And it sets it for me, and then it wakes me up nicely. It works pretty cool. Except See, all you do, you go like my, this. Usually the dog and you go cat like this. wake me up before Ready? that. Ready? Let me see if I can get this to work, if it's on. Siri, wake me up at 7.30. Wake me up at 7.30. It didn't work. You have to hold it down. Siri, wake me up at 7.30. Then wait for a second and it'll do it. Okay, I set it for 7.30 a.m. There it is. Yeah. <coughs> so there you go. So My yeah. iPhone now is going to wake me up at 7.30 in the morning. Siri wakes, wakes me up every morning. It does. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> we have we're, an exciting so life, geeky, we? talk, life talking about um, so a bunch of our tulips came up and now a bunch of my seeds that I planted mm-hmm. are growing happily and you got a bunch of tires to garden with yeah I, I still have to fill them up but yeah my brother gave me free tires that's cool and it actually saved him money because well two of my brothers run a transfer station which is a garbage dump Kind of, yeah. And they have to haul, but what it is is they 
they don't leave the garbage there. They haul it off to somewhere else. And so this way it saves my brother money from having to haul the tires off. And um, I get free containers for my garden. So we have tires in our flower bed. Yeah. Yes, we do. We do. And that way we can plant vegetables in yeah. them. Yeah. And we're also, in the fall, we're going to plant tulips and daffodils in them. This is also true. So it's going to spring and summer. It'll have vegetables and fall and Winter, winter spring, summer, or early fall. Early spring, they'll have flowers. All you got to do is call, and I'll be there. Yes, I will. And I'm going to put a few dahlias You've in there, You've got a too. friend. I'm going to put a few dahlias in Okay, there. great. Yeah, I like dahlias, too. All right. So there you go. Okay, so what was really fun was being part of this video game, and I so I, I got some samples for everybody to hear, okay? Okay, I'll, okay. I'll take my headphones off. The name, thanks. Thanks a lot. <laughs> the name of the game that I was, was a bunch of the voices on, and you'll hear them, um, was Zombie Pirate Robot Attack for the iPad. Arrgh. And this is what it sounds. This is what it sounds like. So you'll hear some of my voices in here. Not all of them, but some of them. You ready? Mm -hmm. here, here's the sample right here. You'll like this. Zombie pirate robot attack. You like the music? It's pretty funky. This is the music that happens when you fire it up on the opening screen. So now we're going to go to level four, where you hear me the most starting at level four. Here we Wave go. one, start. Welcome to your death. Yeah, I'm a little pirate that said, Welcome to your death. Thrower. Shotgun. Machine gun. That's also me dying. Kachinka. That's hilarious. Flamethrower. And you'll hear me say, Shotgun. You also hear this like really low. That's a zombie. That's a big zombie robot. Welcome to your death. Welcome to your death. And basically, you shoot all these different. Are you the welcome to your death? Welcome to your death. How benevolent of you, dear. Zombie pirate, for goodness sakes. You're not. Okay, okay. Now this is this is a different level. Ready? Your little zombie same brains. That's a. There we go. Here comes the. They actually spelled out this like that, and that was one of the robot voices. Uh, that's me laughing. <laughs> game over. Yeah, and that's what happened to me mostly on that game that I tried to play. I just keep dying. <sighs> so there you go, dear. Yeah, you yeah. now have a have a husband that's on a video game. You will be infamous or famous. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know how to say. I don't know what to say about that. Notorious. <laughs> wow. Oh, you know mercy. that I'm also. Um, I'm also in another game called Astroplasm. 
Okay. And uh, it is kind of cool, except it's kind of weird. But I play Blurp, which is a, a character that... Um, it's kind of like air hockey, but with this really weird kind of alien slug. Well, I'm not a slug. I'm a big, like, mucus monster. And this is... Okay, so you're going to hear this girl talk. Mucus monster slug. What's the difference? Okay, so you're going to hear this little girl. <laughs> she talks, but I'm also... I'm the, the the monster that she's talking to. So you'll hear me go... I, I got paid $160 to go... Like that. You ready? And burp. Blurpy going to sleep if mama loses. That's me going wrong. Make it die, Blurpy. Make it die. <laughs> Don't let Mama down, Blurpy. Isn't that nice? Blurpy going to sleep if Mama loses. Who would have ever known that you would get paid to burp? Well, you know, it had to happen someday. <laughs> so there you go. That was my Aww. that was my debut. That just came out this month. Now uh, everybody, and it's called Astroplasm. It's a it's a space air hockey game. Everybody knows now that how they should pray for me. <laughs> I think it's just hilarious that all the voices and crazy things that I've done now I get paid for. Yeah. And that's fun. I tried out for this week I tried out for another video game that's it's really cool and I hope I get that job but I haven't heard back from the folks and mm -hmm. uh, I'm also going to be doing a medical powerpoint thing which is disgustingly gross because it talks about blood <laughs> and taking samples of blood which I I just <laughs> Yeah, you're laughing because I don't do well. Okay, now now cover your ears for a minute. No, no, don't no, be talking cover, about blood. No, cover no, no, your no, ears. No, 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 because she oh, don't, wants... don't even talk about it. You're going to make me all queasy and grossed out. She wants to go with me to the Red Cross Drive. And I won't say what kind of drive it well, is. Well, what does the Red Cross Drive? They drive Jeeps? No. In foreign countries. And they do blood drives. Well, That's about all they drive. It's the second one. Gross. But I wasn't going to say that. I think people that can do it should do it. But I can't do it. She's come with me many times. I want to puke sat right now. Stop. Well, I, you know, donated. And so she... She wants to save lives, too. Mm, that's very cool. It's not that I don't want to save lives. I just, I want to live, too. And I would die. What is it about my big burly men in this house? They get so oozy and queasy over that kind of stuff. Well, I'm sorry, but no, no, no. Let's not even go there because I'm okay. not even going to talk about so it. So the next thing. Yeah. What's the next thing? Um, I had fun doing the uh, Rutledge Law Center video. That was fun, mm -hmm. and it's now up. You can, if you search for Rutledge Law Center, Ltd., you will find my friend John Rutledge, who is a lawyer. Mm -hmm. You will find a cool video that I did for him with music and everything. You went to school with and him. everybody. Check yeah. it out. Are you ready? I did my first television commercial. Yeah. I think you've done other television commercials, haven't oh, you? Oh, yeah, I did the, the lice one, the, the Clinique lice one. I forgot about that. Oh, and I have done well, a couple a other ones, too. Zone? Yeah, That's not a TV one. Oh, that's just an internet commercial? So far. Well, this one is an internet uh, web. flower ones, too. And this one is a jingle and a voiceover for a company called Fisher Plumbing in Seattle. And now they just debuted the commercial, so you can hear it. Are you ready? Here, this is me. For all of your plumbing needs, 
Look no further. FisherPlumbing.com Fisher Plumbing has been a proud member of the Puget Sound community since 1977. We are focused on building long-term relationships with our customers. I did the background music and everything for this commercial. And the jingle. Yeah, and the end has the jingle too. You ready? And the voiceover. Here's the end of the jingle. to Seattle and the east side. Call Fisher Plumbing today. The plumber you can trust. Oh, they didn't put the end one in for this it's one. It's cute. I noticed their little phone number. Yeah. It's something wrench, like, you know, a pipe wrench? Yeah. The last letters are W-R-E-N-C-H. That was cute. I worked with a, a really nice guy named Mike Clevin, who is does uh, Clevin Creative Services. He does video work and stuff. And uh, he had me do the voiceovers and the background music and the jingle. Mm-hmm. And that was, a, that was a job I did, what, a few weeks ago, and then they're just now putting it all together, but now they put it on the web and on TV. Cool, huh? Yay. Yeah, okay, so enough about me. I'm just sitting here talking about all my voiceover work that I really had a good time with, but I've already been paid for it, and now it's time for new voiceover work and to come my way. And, I, yeah, I got a bunch coming up. I can pray for some, some big contracts to come so that I can maybe only work five days a week. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's next? <laughs> Awkward moment. The awkward moment. Um, we see. Was there's something else tired. that we did this week, and I can't remember what it was now. I went mm-hmm. and saw a movie. I didn't. I did. Yeah, you and Andrew went. Andrew and I went to see a movie called Lockdown, or Lockout. Was it Lockdown or Lockout? What? It was Lockdown. It was Lockout. I don't remember. That's <laughs> that that's how memorable you. the movie was. That well, here it is. Like okay, so movie. this is Aberdeen. We get into the movie theater, and we thought we were going to be late. Well, we, we missed some of the previews, but we got in, and uh, we walk into the theater, and I told him on the way over, I said, Andrew, the movie hasn't got the greatest reviews, but we'll probably be the only ones in the theater. And lo and behold, we walk in, and we are the only ones. So we got to sit right in the middle in the seats that we wanted. You were really the only ones in the We were the only ones. And so we could talk freely during the movie, which was quite fun. And, you know, you don't do that when there's a bunch of people in there. You don't want them to ruin their experience. But so the movie starts. Okay, well, first of all, the Avengers trailer was awesome. Uh I have to go see the Avengers. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait for it to come out. It's coming out here in a week. Will you take me to go see the Avengers? Yeah, so you can see Thor without his shirt on. (laughs) Thor usually wears his shirt. Thank you. All right. Well, anyway, Hulk doesn't. Well, the whole love with large green. green people. Yeah, yeah, I'm not into green monsters. Well, the the trailer it was worth the admission just to go to see the trailer for that. Mm-hmm. That was awesome, and we saw some other things that we thought looked pretty good. But then the movie starts, and it, you know it wasn't a horrible movie, but I couldn't could not believe that a mo- a, a studio I can't remember even who did this one, but but why they paid for this to be made because it was basically. Remember, is it a sci-fi original movie, more like? No, 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 no. It was no? big budget, looked great, everything like that. But the plot was exactly the same as Escape from New York. Remember that one with, with uh, Kurt Russell? I don't think I ever watched the whole thing, but I And then I they had Escape from L.A. Well, out. okay, so yeah. the plot is that the president's daughter is on a prison barge in space uh, um, checking out the humanity, hum, human, human, how do you say it? humanitarian uh, situation on the prison and they basically freeze all these prisoners and put them in space and 
anyway, things go from bad to worse and it gets to be crazy. But then they hire this guy, this convict guy, to infiltrate the prison and rescue the president's daughter, which is the, the exact same plot as Escape from New York. So it was like, what? Except for it's on, what? on a space prison barge instead of in a right. city. Right. Prison place. Right. Well, I don't get this. If the prisoners are frozen, how come she has to escape if they're all frozen? Do you really want to know? This is a spoiler. For anybody that's going to go watch the show, take the next 60 seconds and just fast forward. Here's what happens. Okay. Mm-hmm. Spoiler, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Just so everybody knows. The Secret Service agent that is with the president's daughter decides that he doesn't have to check his gun at the at the uh, place. There, and she's going to interview one of the... They're going to unfreeze one of the prisoners. And the president's daughter is going to interview him behind glass and everything. So she's not next to him or anything. Mm-hmm. And the Secret Service guy is in the, in the room with the convict. And he happens to have a gun that is strapped to his ankle. And the the through a series of events the prisoner gets the gun shoots the secret service guy and basically escapes and then shoots a bunch of people and they open up all the prisoners cryo so chambers they, and everybody gets loose and yeah, yeah exactly it's a big it's just like opening your freezer and all your popsicles melting that's what it is <laughs> okay so it's it's just a free-for-all yeah. and then it gets really violent and gross and disgusting and bas- I, so, I won't tell you what happens in the end. Okay, so that's 60 I'm, seconds. So. so I'm really glad I didn't go. You wouldn't have liked I it one I was working bit. anyway. Nah, yeah, it had language in it too. Yeah. You wouldn't like that. You most certainly wouldn't like the I blood. Guess, I guess that's one reason to be thankful I was working out of town. Yeah, well, it wasn't the worst that. movie I've ever seen, but it wasn't the best either. Let's just, I've now I've already forgotten the name of it, so that tells you something. Yeah. And I don't even remember who the, the actors were in it now. Hmm. I can't that, remember. You know, that's sad when they spend millions of dollars on a movie. And I couldn't it's believe it. I was like, good. "Are you kidding me?" Yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. Oh well. I guess that's but their I money. But I want to see the Avengers. Yeah, I do too. And you know. I think that'll be great. It. I well, they all the all the other movies, not just the Thor one, but all those were really good ones. Yeah, they were. And Iron Man's on there, and the Hulk's on there, well, and and, uh, and one uh, thing I've noticed, you know, like Captain America. Black Canary is it Black Canary? Is that who's on there, Andrew? The girl is Black Canary. But I, I so. know that Captain America Captain and Thor, America, they yeah. were all pretty family-friendly movies with some good morals to them. I don't know what this is going to be like, but I've heard... Oh, okay. I, I can tell you that our friend Colin, who listens to our program, mm-hmm. and, and uh, we do his, his uh, promo for his podcast as well, Yeah, he um, has seen it because they released uh-huh. it in, in the UK a week before they released and it here. And what did he think? He said, go, go, go. It's awesome. Well, awesome show. It, what it Thank rem- you, Colin, by the I way. I haven't seen this, but the Avengers kind of remind me of old-fashioned superheroes where they actually... Why are they old-fashioned superheroes? Well, what I mean is, you know, like what we grew up with, like with the... I know it's it's different. What is this, Andrew? This is Avengers or DC and the other ones are... Marvel. Marvel? Yeah. Okay, well, we grew up more with the Marvel... I guess you No, not it. really. Well, Wonder Woman and Superman and all those, those were Marvel. And no, those up... are DC, dear. Oh, I get confused. Well, anyway, we grew up with Super Friends. And that was DC. DC. We grew up with the Super Friends and Justice League. And 
they were always trying to do good and help people mm-hmm. and, you know, get um, stop the bad guys. And so anyway, the Avengers, the little bits, clips I've seen, they, they are the good guys. You know, they're trying to help people and be, yeah. yeah. And that's kind of nice. Yeah. Old fashioned superheroes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, Colin said it's a great movie and that we should go see it. And uh, why don't we celebrate that right now by playing the promo for his awesome podcast, Trek News and Views, right here on Take Him With You. Take it away, Mr. Colin. Make it so. And you people, you're all astronauts on some kind of Star Trek. We are indeed seeking Star Trek. And if you want to seek Star Trek, then why don't you try Trek News and Views, the latest news and views on what's going on in the Star Trek world. Your life, as it has been, is over. Oh my. Oh my indeed, George. We also have a little gossip at the end of each program about a certain subject, be it Romulans, Klingons, or whatever takes our fancy. Feel free to drop us a line and join in. Trek News and Views via Podbean or iTunes. Check it out. There you go. Thanks, Colin, again for telling us how awesome Avengers was, and you didn't spoil it for us, so that's cool. Hey, by the way, did you know that you can listen to our podcast now on the Stitcher Radio? What What are you doing? Oh, you're sneezing. I'm sorry. That's not the Stitcher Radio Network. No, that was a that was a sneeze because Hoshi was up on top of me and got little tiny kitty hairs all over me. Oh, and so you're allergic to her? Well, I don't know that you know totally allergic, but yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, I like I was saying to everybody, we are on Stitcher Smart Radio, and what Stitcher Smart Radio is, along with many of our friends who do podcasts, Stitcher Smart Radio is a wonderful app that you download on your iPhone or on your iPad or on your Android-based phone. And you can stream all of the Taken With You podcasts, and you can listen to them without taking up room on your hard drive. And when as soon as a new episode comes out, it puts it right on Stitcher Smart Radio, the app, and you can listen to it. You can make, make favorites like now, the Anomaly podcast with Jen and Angela. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and with Casey and... and um, Sue. Well, I know, Sue. But I was trying to think of who's the other girl that does it with them. Um. Sarah. Sarah, yeah. There's Sarah, Casey, Sue, and I keep forgetting her name. Oh, no. She's going to be so upset with me. Is it? Oh, no. Well, Angela. Angela well, Angela and Jen. Jen. Yeah, we already said that. But yeah. there's another lady that does it with them, too, from mm-hmm. time to time. Anyway, they have guests all the time. And they're really cool. But anyway, they are on Stitcher Smart Radio as well now. So you can listen to Anomaly on there. And our friend Joe that we already played his promo from the Upper Memory Block podcast. He's on there. Mm-hmm. So is our good friend Wayne Henderson, who we interviewed last week on the program. Yes. He's also on Stitcher Fringe Smart Radio casting. with Fringe Casting and um, tuning in with Wayne Henderson. And the Green Bay and Packers. And the Packers Fan Podcast. Yeah. You can get them all on Stitcher. And guess who else is on Stitcher? Our good buddies, Al and Joyce. 
from oh, Arizona. Yeah. They are on there with the Amazing Race Fast Forward podcast. Do they have their Disney podcast and on And Tales from the Mouse okay. House is also on Stitcher Smart Radio. And I would imagine Just Because is on there, too. A bunch of people are on there, and it's fabulous. I just love it, love it, love it, love it. So much easier. I know, I I mean, we are on iTunes, and that works really well, but Stitcher's way better. I just see. Shh, don't tell iTunes. Oh, well, but you're on iTunes, too. So go over to Mm Stitcher.com. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com, and just type in Take Him With You, and you'll find us. And type in all the other uh, podcasts that we promote, and Mm -hmm. you can listen to them and enjoy them right on the convenience of your cool little app without downloading them to your hard drive. Awesome possum. I listen to both. I like both. Both what? Both, um, yeah. <laughs> both Stitcher and iTunes. Well, yeah, that's what I do, too. <clears throat> I use Stitcher when I'm, I'm walking around the house or on my way around different places, and then I use iTunes um, if I'm going to be out and about. I download it because I don't always have internet access. Mm-hmm. And it works really well for me that way. So, so there you go. Stitcher Smart Radio. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> um, I noticed that you wrote a question on Facebook. Yeah, we'll cover that in just a moment. We're going to um, be taking your questions this week. Instead of going on to our next subject, uh, we're going to start a series on the Book of Ruth coming up next week. Um, you and our friend Sue from New York thought it would be a good idea, and I think it's a cool book too. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about Ruth and how that book relates to our lives. <laughs> My name is Al. And I'm Joyce. And we're We're huge huge Disneyland Disneyland fans. fans. In fact, we love the Disneyland Resort so much, we host a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on earth to share that passion with others. That's right. On our show, Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, we share current resort news, some tips and tricks we've learned over the years to help make your Disneyland Resort vacation the most magical experience ever. We uncover little-known and often-overlooked gems we like to call hidden treasures and even review the attractions and places to eat that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And if that wasn't enough, we even share some video episodes to help keep you in that Disney magic state of mind. If you're a longtime fan of the Disneyland Resort or you've just recently discovered the magic, this podcast is for you. So, after our great friends Rick and Amy have enlightened you on their awesome podcast, Take Him With You, why not give us a listen? You'll be happy you did. You can find Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast at www.talescast.com and in iTunes. And remember, make make it a a Mickey Mickey day. I have great news for everybody. Okay. Everybody that is into science fiction and you like the Fringe show that's on Fox, Mm -hmm. they got renewed for half a season. Oh, really? So we're not going to see the end of Fringe this year. So they got renewed for half a season. They got 13 episodes, I believe. 12 or 13 episodes more, which now means the writers can take the story and do a final. It's a final season. They know that. And we're going to get to see some, you know, conclusions to it, Hmm. which is really cool. And I say that because our friend Wayne Henderson, um, I messaged me and said, guess what? Guess what? And he told me that they got renewed. So it was a good day. 
Mm-hmm. That was a good day. So thank you, Wayne. Yeah. And Wayne and Dan do the Fringe Casting podcast, and it's really, really good and a lot of fun. And they always have, they have these little segments, and they have um, a guy named Scott from the Sci-Fi Diner that does uh, fringe, mo- fringe Cast or Fringe Moment of the Week. I forgot what it's called. They have all these cool segments on the show, and it's really good. Mm-hmm. And Metal Dan is his co-host, and they're a blast to listen there, to. There's one of their listeners that listens to their podcast that can tell you every time that they see the observer. They see an observer. Yeah, I love Evidently, that. he watches it, and and I don't see an observer every episode. I mean, sometimes I you see a ton of them, yeah. but this guy will say, "Yes, there's an observer in every episode." Sometimes it's just a cardboard cutout. <laughs> I guess that's happened a couple times. That's but, funny. But there's an observer in every episode, and this this one that's listener cool. finds it. Well, thank you, Wayne and Dan, for doing that awesome podcast. I listen every week. This last episode of Fringe was pretty cool. Well, I oh, wait want... a minute. The one before that. This is I haven't watched the new one yet. What I want to know from Wayne. Okay. Wayne, if you're listening, take note. Is all the observers on Fringe are like, Bald-headed men. Mm-hmm. Where are the women? The are, women observers are in the future. Are they just all clones, and they're they they've gotten rid of women? Maybe it's a prerequisite that you shave your head if you're an observer, and no women want to do that. Hmm. That might be it. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay, well, okay, Wayne. If you can answer that question, Where please the, get a hold of Amy and let her know. Female observers. It's Amy at takehimwithyou.com. Mm-hmm. Just email her. And let her know what you think of what that is. <laughs> Actually, if you listen to the latest, they talk about that a little bit. Okay. I you think haven't listened I'm, to the latest one. I'm one yet. behind. Yeah, so you better listen yeah. to it because they do address it. But, you know, Wayne, you've been challenged. <laughs> okay. The gauntlet has been served. You've been slapped in the face with a glove. <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's go on to our, our subject of the week. It should be quite fun. Stick around. We'll be right back. And we're going to talk about what your questions are. We had uh, three different people. Or is it more than three now? Three different people ask questions for us uh, about our lives. And we're going to answer them the best we can here on the Taken With You podcast. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. So here we go. So our very first question comes to us from Tim in Oregon, and he asked this question on Twitter, and he mm-hmm. says, he's, oh, maybe I should bring it up so I know for sure. <laughs> yeah, you better not get his question wrong. Yeah, that would be bad. Okay, here's what he says. Is Jade's favorite toy still the Kong? Hmm. Even after I tripped on the Kong and broke my elbows. Both of he didn't say elbows. He didn't say that on his question. He just asked. Is Jade's favorite toy still the Kong? And he has a little smiley face with a tongue hanging out. 
So what's the answer to that question? Well, I think it may be, except for I'm not sure if we know where the Kong is right now. Um, but she she really likes these new frisbees we got her that are kind of somewhat cloth. Um, she doesn't destroy them quite as fast as the cheap dollar plastic ones that we were buying that she would kind of destroy right away. Um, but we have to take them away from her or she will chew them up. The Kong is still the most um, indestructible toy that Well, she I has. got her a, a similar Kong mm-hmm. that's orange and you can put peanut butter in it. And that's her favorite toy right now. Oh, Have you put peanut butter in it? Yes, I have. And does she like it? Um, she I, stayed outside for a while and chewed on it a little bit. I, I missed that. I didn't know you had you put peanut butter in it. I did. Okay, so does that answer Tim's question? I hope it does. I think that's hilarious that he asked a question. About Jade. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. If you ask me. She, um, she likes to sleep on my feet. Okay, well, we don't have to go into all this. Yes. We answered the question. Okay. Okay, here's the next question. Are you ready? Ready. Okay, this comes from Christian Owen. Mm-hmm. He, I believe he lives down in Florida, okay. and he listens to our podcast all the time, and he asked this question, could you talk on Take Him With You about how to stay spiritual when in college? I'm moving away from everyone I know to an unfamiliar place, and I could really use the advice. Christian. Hmm. Okay, so this is a really interesting thing because you and I pastored youth for many, many years. Over 20 years. Yeah, and we saw a lot of kids go to college. Mm-hmm. And we saw a lot of kids. You and I met at college. Mm-hmm. But we saw a lot a of kids walk ago. away from their faith. And a lot more people or a lot more kids get into their faith more because they did certain things that really helped. Mm-hmm. And so sure, we can talk about it. So Christian, to answer your question, there are several things you can do to keep your faith strong when you go away to college. Because remember... Uh, what we believe is something a little, you know, a lot of, maybe people don't always talk about this, but we don't advocate a particular church to go to. We talk about a relationship with God. And so wherever you go, you have that relationship because God doesn't leave you. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, it doesn't. So if you can't find the same name brand church that you go to right now over there by college, that's okay. Don't panic because mm-hmm. remember, a relationship with Christ is personal. And of course, I know you know that. But um, here are some of the things you can do to uh, make it easier when you are away at college and to strengthen your faith instead of lose it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing you can do, um, and we've always recommended this to folks, is uh, be prepared when you go to be challenged in your faith. All, be prepared, because there's going to be a lot of questions and a lot of things that happen. And and so be prepared. But the But the first thing you can do is find other people on the campus that have the same belief system that you do. And you can do that by joining maybe a Christian club or 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 find like a Bible study that they have on campus. Every single campus that I know of has one. Mm-hmm. You and I went to both. We had a, a Christian club called Agape Club, which is just Greek for... for um, love. Love. And um, we went to that... What, was it once a week? And then we also had morning Bible study before school. And we still are friends with some of the people yeah, that we, we went have... to Bible study with years and years ago. Yeah, so there are ways that you can do that. Um, what's Who's poking me? Oh, thank you. She just handed me a cookie. I like that when my <laughs> daughter hands me a cookie. 
Oh. A new recipe she put pudding in them. Chocolate chip cookies with pudding. Hmm. Except for we might want to pause this because otherwise we're going to have all these like saliva smacking sounds. <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> so, um. Okay, so yeah. So that's the first thing to do is is try to find other people that are believers that you can um, rub shoulders with. Now, that doesn't mean that they're exclusively your friends because you want to make new friends and have new experiences mm-hmm. and stuff. But it always helps to have people that are like-minded that you can share your heart with and and so that you don't feel alone because I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing that people struggle with yeah. when they go to their, like, to school and stuff like that is they, you know, they're away from their family and they're away from it. And it's kind of sad. They're lonely. And one thing that I've told our kids since they were really young was to be kind and friendly to everyone. I think that's part of, you know, living the Jesus kind of walk is loving everyone and being kind and friendly to everyone. But to choose your your best friends wisely. And by that, I mean the people that you're going to allow to speak into your life and influence and influence you and um challenge you and um you know you you want to be friendly to everyone but if if there are people that are are living very self-destructive lifestyles you, they might not be your bestest friends they you can know? be friends though they can be friends and you should love and reach out and be kind to everyone mm-hmm. but the people that you should have in like your innermost circle should be friends that celebrate you, not tolerate you, not bring you down, not yeah. have you do destructive things. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that you should try to have, you know, one or two or three close friends that have similar um, passion for God and for wanting to honor God and love God and friends that will celebrate you not not uh, tolerate you and not and not pull you down you right. know because there's so many things in life that are going to pull you down you need a couple good friends mm-hmm. that will encourage you to be all that God has called you to be and and that's and, a, it can be hard at first trying mm-hmm. to find people like that but a lot of times you'll find friends in groups like the the club the clubs and the you know like uh, I know there's Christian Athlete Club and <coughs> there's lots of different kinds. Sorry, I'm coughing so much tonight. Well, you and you know I was just thinking about um, I have contact with some of the people that we went to that Agape Club back in college with, and it was an interdenominational or non-denominational club, and I had friends from like. Um, Mennonite kind of background and Catholic background and mm-hmm. Presbyterian and Baptist and it didn't matter yeah, what to us it really doesn't matter what denomination what denomination people, people were it if they was, believe in God yeah we all believed in in God and in in what Jesus did and um, who He is in our lives and that was very cool and it was neat to study the Bible together and third thing that they can do mm-hmm. um, Christian you can. Do what you're doing already, and that's listen to podcasts that help you in your faith. So you can keep listening to us. <coughs> we'll go to college with you. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. So you can take him with you. And I encourage you to listen to one of my favorite spiritual podcasts. Um, 
and that's the dailyaudiobible.com, and there's probably other ones like that. Uh-huh. They're on Stitcher. Um, yeah, I I can get them on Stitcher Radio. They're on my my favorites list. Yep. So they just download automatically, and um, actually, they don't download; they stream. But that's stream automatically. But just um, there's there's good ways to you know Christian radio or Christian podcasts, um, things that strengthen your faith. strengthen your faith. Well, and the, I, I guess the biggest thing you can do is you know spend a little bit of time every day with God. Yeah. You know, pray and and I mean the classic is pray and read your Bible, but. Um, I would say more pray and live what you what you read because that's mm-hmm. more important and and there's other Christian books too that might inspire you uh-huh. um that might not be just straight Bible but they might be like um a biography of somebody who lived their faith sure. or you know there's lots of good books out there that can inspire you to live your faith yeah so the bottom line is you know don't become a cookie cutter clone and just go and and you know join into a group just because you're scared. Um, go and find some good lifelong friendships that you can create, and and then be you know be proactive on your campus as far as living the life that you need to live in front of others, not bashing people, not judging people, but living your life as a kind person, and uh, and exploring your faith and and being honest about your faith. I think that's really the most important thing, and you'll stay strong all the way through college if you do that. Yeah, and you know what? If if you're at college and you have questions, that's okay because God is big enough to handle your questions. And you can always go to the local radio shack because if you've got questions, <laughs> they've got answers. Okay. <laughs> I, I, that must have been a slogan at one point I'm not familiar with. You don't remember that? Uh-uh. Radio shack, you've got questions, we've got answers. All right. <laughs> how they used to answer their phone even hmm. yeah i know god has answers and he can <coughs> he's he's big enough to handle your questions too. yes yes he is okay thank you christian for writing in and uh, like impromptu there that was really cool of you and i hope that that helped you let us know we'll be praying for you and um let us know how you're doing and and if we answered your question or not yeah well you can also probably if you have an ipod you can always download um, zombie pirate robot attack <laughs> and get your aggressions out there and get I'm, close to God by doing that. I'm not sure that that's something that brings you closer to God. You don't think so? Killing things. Okay, well, they're, I guess they're, they're fake things. They're not real. Things, okay, well. I just don't get that. I think it's a guy thing. I'm not into Well, I, I know there are some girls that are gamers too and like killing things too, but I'm just not one of them. <laughs> Okay, let's go on to our next question. Thou shalt not kill. That is not the question. (laughs) Okay. This question comes from our friend Carista. Mm -hmm. And she says, how are you both so awesome? (laughs) Okay, well, let me me start off by saying... That it takes a lot to be awesome. It really does. That it's a basically and we have not a clue. <laughs> no, we do. It's it's actually a powdered drink that um, has a lot of protein in it. We mix it up every morning. It's like a smoothie, and okay. you drink it, and basically you're awesome because of it. Okay. Just joking. Yeah. We don't we don't have any idea. I don't no. feel too awesome. So. No, we don't. We're not very slick. No, maybe you are. Okay, she says, seriously, seriously. Okay. What has been your biggest inspiration in life? 
<laughs> oh my gosh, that is a loaded question. A huge one. So what would you say, Amy, inspires you? Well, I have a lot more than one thing, but okay. one of the well, latest one of the latest things that inspires me. Is that has, video game, isn't it? No, it has is. for probably about fifteen years. As I started reading books by a Christian author named Robin Jones Gunn. And she has books from for people from teenagers to to adult women, you know, like cause she has books called from called Sister Chicks about middle aged women that go on these adventures together. Wow, but, sounds like great reading. <laughs> and there's this there's series for like teenagers and college age kids mm -hmm. and um Catherine and i read pretty much every single book that she's written wow and and she's written a lot is she on the kindle um yeah i think so okay um but Catherine collects her books so she's probably got about 20 books or more in her room so we actually buy those books real paper books real paper books she collects wow those. but it, she's an author that really inspires me because she writes about stories with people, but they're also a lot deeper than that. And they have, they like just inspire you to be in love with God more. Okay. And um, I don't know exactly how to explain it, but um, sometimes, you know, like I said, Christian books, biographies, different things like that can inspire me. Being outside in nature inspires me you know and and this is an old cliche like we said but the bible inspires me sometimes you know just reading the psalms or i'll listen to the daily audio bible and something will really stick in me mm -hmm. and and i'll just think about it all day and um you know just sitting down with my old i have this bible that i think we i got when we were newlyweds so i've had it like 25 years it's a life application Honey, living it's coming bible. up on 26 years well it's a life application living bible and In only two months. had it a long long time and it's kind of held together with duct tape but i have lots of verses underlined and and in it and it's just kind of like an old friend and and um you know reading some of the parts that i've underlined in pa in the past and I don't know. It's just kind of a God can talk to me through the Bible, but he can also talk to me while I'm gardening or cleaning a house or driving in the car. Singing music inspires me. So what inspires you, dear? Wow, that was quick. <laughs> and like singing and driving. So what inspires you, dear? <laughs> Jeez, were you trying to just all of a sudden get out of it or what? I wanted to eat the last bite of my cookie. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is the real stuff comes out now. She's not even listening. Carista, she wasn't, she's not even taking your questions too. seriously. I really did. And read the Robin Jones Gun books. Those are really good. Okay. Well, I have totally different stuff than that. Okay. I mean, if you really want to talk about what inspires me... Um, oh, can I add one more thing? Yeah. Um, sometimes elderly people inspire me, like um my grandpa and my great aunt Ruth, and um I don't know. I just love listening to older people talk about history and what it was like for them to grow up and 
How, and watching them love God and serve God, that's cool to me. Now you can go. Okay. <laughs> what inspires me? There's a lot of things that inspire me, but I think, um, wow. Uh, at the core of who I am, I think that creativity inspires me. The, the, the creativity that I feel God has given me mm-hmm. that comes from him. I think he's the most creative being in the entire universe. I think so since he made the entire universe. Well, I'm just saying that, that it, he inspires me. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I like about nature is I can see all of his handiwork. But if you want to get practical okay, and not spiritual for a moment... Because I think I think music is very spiritual, but it's also it's inspiring. I there I don't know how to describe it, but like I've written a couple pieces of music this week, and one of them in particular I felt very inspired to do. And as I was doing, it's actually for a different project completely, and but it, but I all of a sudden had it in my head, and I had to get it out, and I used all the tools at my disposal to get it out and to create it. And I think it was just the the imagination from the story that I read that I'm doing the music for and the, the creativity that went into it inspired me to write something and create something that was worthy of it and also brought it to life in a new way. So that, you know, music, I guess, to me is very, um, is very uh, inspiring and motivating. I'd also have to say that... Um, Gosh, I think that media like movies and television and programs and plots and ideas and stories and stuff like that are also very inspiring to me. I, but but really the most inspiring pe- people to me are, thing is people because there are some people that go for their dreams and that's very inspiring to me. I There's something about that that really makes me tick and I love to see people step out. I was talking to a friend today who doesn't even realize how amazingly talented he is. And, and I was sad for him because I realized he, you know, I suggested a couple of times that he pursue some of these things that he was so good at. And I mean, he's really good at it. He could be professional. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, I just could tell he didn't have enough confidence in his abilities or, or the, you know, he, he just probably wasn't going to go for it. And I was just sad about that because I thought, oh, man. So when I see somebody actually take the bull by the horns and say, you know what? I've been given these gifts and talents. I'm going to try them. I'm going to go for it with all that I am. And 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 I've met a couple of those people over the last few weeks that I've that I've really enjoyed watching their progress and seeing what they're doing with their life. It's really inspiring. And so so you know people like Stefan and and uh, people like my new friend Mike and uh, different people that I know. Um, my my friend Meds Jan. Um, Al and Joyce, people that are on the edge when it comes to trying something new and going forward and really making a difference. Our friend Joe from Canada, he doesn't even realize it, but he's really inspired me because I love the, um, I love his new show. It's so different and so cool. But you know what I really loved about it? He took the time to really do it. He he didn't just put it on a shelf anymore. He decided, you know what, I'm going to do this. And he did it, and he put action to what he his dream, and now he's got a podcast which I believe is going to be really, really big, because people are going to love the subjects that he's covering, and it just goes on and on. I mean, there's so many of our podcasting friends, like Dan and and others, are just so inspiring to me. I just love what they do, 
uh, because they step out, and especially like Rico, who really inspired me to do our podcast, you know, the Treks and Sci-Fi podcast. That group of people really inspire me because, you know, there's no limitations on what they believe that they can do, and I just love that. It's really cool meeting all these different people that have dreams. I'm just rambling now, aren't I? No, that made sense. Yeah. So so I guess I'm inspired by people that go after what they dream about. And even if they're set back a few times, they keep going forward. And I just love that. I just, I love that. And and that's why I like to be friends with people like, like that. You like creativity and people that do their dreams. Yeah. Well, like Carista, you know, who asked the question, here she is. Uh, she's the pastor of our church. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's a young lady that meets, you know, she has a lot of things against her only because of the fact that she's a lady and she's a pastor and she's trying to make a difference. Um, and because she's young, she gets a lot of flack for that, for all of those things. Mm-hmm. And uh, yet she goes for it. And yeah. that to me is very inspiring. It's one of the reasons. See, I'm not really into church anymore as much as I was, if, if that makes sense, because we went through some really rough stuff and we're really disappointed in people. But you know what? I'm I'm going to this church because it's not not because of any of politics or because of position or power or anything. I'm just going because Krista inspires me, and I I want to be around people like that. And she's got a group of people there that I think are good friends now, and we're starting to get better friends. And it's inspiring to me. So that's mm-hmm. you know, though that's the type and- of thing that I love. I don't care to to care very much about the denominations or mm-hmm. the other stuff like that. but I admire her that she's, you know, pastoring a church. She's working to support herself because the church is small and, and yeah. can't, you know, have her on full time. And she's going to university to get her master's, to get her master's in theology. That's fantastic. And, you Very know, cool. learning all kinds of Greek and Hebrew. And, you know, she's doing a great job and, we're just really proud of her and all the hard work that she's putting in. Well, she's inspiring, and I, I love it. You know, I mean, uh, the last sermon she gave was so, her message was so, I wish I would have taped it for everybody to hear because it was so, mm-hmm. it was very inspiring and real and, and uh, genuine, and it wasn't religious at all. It was just totally practical, and it was just really cool. So anyway, I don't know. I can just keep talking about, there's lots of people in my life that have inspired me. I've been disappointed by many, but I've also been inspired by many as well. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, uh, and a lot of times anyone you put under a microscope would probably have a fault or two because <laughs> um, we're human. I mean, the only one that was without fault was Jesus Christ. And, you know, there was only one of him. But what do you think? You're perfect. He would have said, well, yes, <laughs> but he'd be the only one that could say that. The rest of us would be like, well, no. <laughs> I always got it. There was a Jesus joke one time that I always thought was absolutely hysterical. And I think he would laugh too. But uh, the story goes that uh, Jesus and the disciples, when they were going around uh, different places and he was preaching and doing miracles and stuff like that, would oftentimes go into people's homes and have dinner and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. when everybody was leaving, Jesus was sometimes the last person to go out and he would leave the door open. And, uh, <laughs> what were you born in a barn? Yep. That's what I was going to say. And he said, yes. yes. 
Yeah. Even though it may have been kind of more of a cave, but the same idea. You kept animals there. Way to ruin a joke, game. Yeah. Were you born in a cave? I'm sorry. You you know, you married a a little bit more analytical, boring kind of person. I just thought that was funny. Yeah. I don't know. Why did I get on that? I have no idea. Hmm. See, this is the the problem with you wanting to, to do our podcast. Late at night. Without an outline? Yeah. I get in trouble when and, I do that. And late at night. When, it, it is when I And I think I warned you earlier today. Yeah. If you wait to do it later, I'm going to be <coughs> tired. I'm going to be goofy. Gosh, I'm just choking. I'm not going to be able well, to make sense. But you are making sense. I'm the one that's weird. <laughs> so how does that work? Oh, mercy. So uh-huh. are we done with our questions? That Well, is that everything that inspires you? Then I guess we are. That's well, all of our for, for our right, biggest inspiration in life. Right I have to say now. is Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I I'm inspired by the way Jesus lived, and you know, hoping to live the way he lived. And Jade, Jade, my dog, she inspires me. <laughs> she just came up to me and wanted me to pet her. Did you know that my dog hugs me in the morning and the night? And then sleeps on my feet in between. It's so funny. Just about the time that I will relax and and put my head on the pillow. All of a sudden, she sneaks up around the side of the bed and walks right up to my my face and then lays down on my neck and wants me to hug her. And so I do. And then she won't stop until she gets enough love, I guess. And then all, and then she all of a sudden... she goes and lays on my feet. Right. And then in the morning, <laughs> this is so funny. She'll climb over me to get to you. I'll still have my... If my eyes are shut, she doesn't bug me. If I open my eyes at all or flutter awake a little bit, then she does the exact same thing. She comes up beside me and she wants to, unless you're awake too, and then she'll get in between us and want, and then lick your face and then fall on me. Yeah. So my dog inspires me. She, You know, dogs are so different than cats. I mean, dogs are so cool because they love you and they can't wait for you to get up and play with them. Cats, on the other hand, meow at you and say, demand that you feed them, and then they flick their tail in your face and walk away from you. What's up with that? Well, except for my Hoshi cat. She yeah, gets what? on me two or three times a night, licks my face. She's crazy. Wants me to wake up to pet her. Well, that's <laughs> different. Like, She's uh... a needy cat, but she doesn't love you. No, she uses me to pet her. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I don't know how we I even got on pets that inspire we... us. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you know, photography inspires me too. I just, I have lots of things that I'm, creative things. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, thanks everybody for listening to our podcast. I know it was kind of a different one. But this is the random thoughts by the Moyer family. <laughs> questions from our listeners. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll probably label it. You asked it, we answered. How's that? Okay. What do you think? We didn't have very many real deep questions this time. Though, I think but... Carista asked the deep one, yeah. and I thought the other one was pretty deep too. Yeah. What do I do when I go? So, what do you mean? Only one that Tim asked wasn't very deep. <laughs> does Jade. Jade still love her car? <laughs> yes. Yes, she does. There you go. Okay, next week we are going to cover something really cool. Uh, We are going to start a brand new series in the book of Ruth. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to be really interesting. I I did a sermon series years ago called The Truth in Ruth. Mm -hmm. And I might still have some clips of that that we can play a little bit of it. And then we can talk about it. Uh, But I think Ruth was an amazing um, character from the Bible, a, a personality that... Um, many of us could relate to. I know some of the guys are going to go, oh, I don't want to hear about, you know, the, but trust me on this one. 
Very cool lady. Mm -hmm. Lots of neat things happen in there. And actually, if you think about it, if you really do study, Ruth is the most unreligious book of the Bible. Did you know that? Okay. I thought that was Esther. Well, Ruth is too. Yeah, both of them don't really say a lot about God. Well, they do. But they both have examples of of bravery and dedication and yes. faithfulness yes. and uh, we'll get into that next week it's very very interesting Lots and, of good and stuff. and really we can learn a ton yeah from ruth and naomi and the people well, that we and, see with them and the, for you guys out there there are there's boaz. boaz and and um yo yo boaz he could be yeah. a rapper i'm gleaning my fields boaz Okay. Anyway, um, you know, there there's stuff for you manly men there because Boaz was a manly man. So what if they're not a manly man? What if they're just a man? Um, I'm sure there were just men in the story too. Jeez. Anyway, it's going to be really good, and I think everybody's going to enjoy it. Um, so stick around for that and come listen next time on the Taking With You podcast. How can people get a hold of us, dear, if they'd like to write to us? Which only a few people ever do. There are a few, though. Yeah, um, we appreciate the so, feedback that we do get, mm-hmm. but boy. So if talk you... About, <laughs> anybody out there? If you'd like to write to us about anything, flowers, <laughs> photography, if, if, God. If Jade likes her Kong. Yeah, those things. Um, You can get a hold of us at rick at takehimwithyou.com. That's my email address. Or amy at takehimwithyou.com. That's correct. That's correct. And also... We have Facebook pages, rick.moyer. Um, that's www.facebook.com forward slash rick.moyer. That is correct. Or the same thing, www.facebook.com forward slash amy.moyer. Yes. So um, you're welcome to message us on Facebook or at our takenwithyou.com site. Just, you know, chat with us here or there. And yeah. we love to chat back with you. We would. And we also really like um, when people pray for us. Mm-hmm. And also um, we have some people that support us on a monthly basis that is really, really a blessing. So let us say thank you to you. And then there's people that once in a while give us just a, like a one-time gift. Mm-hmm. And that really helps with the bills and with... You know, like, oh, I'm going to renew Taken With You coming up pretty... Oh, not Taken With You, but Moyer Multimedia pretty soon. and the, the, the domain and the web space and all that jazz. So things are coming up that I need to pay for. And so if you can help out with that, that would be really, really appreciated. Going into the summer, people, you know, sometimes they'll go on vacation. do that. They don't think about others that would like to be able to do that too. And uh, really, we're kind of at the mercy of folks. Even though I do voiceover work and you work very, very hard and have lots of clients and you're cleaning stuff... Um, it, you know, we really aren't, we're not making a huge amount of money and we definitely, we want to pay off some of our debt and we'd love to be able to do something fun once in a while, like go to the tulip farm, like we did. We want to go to the zoo coming up this summer and a couple of different things. And we can't do that without extras. So we'll just throw that out there. And that's all I want to talk about money. I, get, <laughs> I don't like talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there you go. So until next week, we hope you have an awesome time. Go ahead and download, um, from the app store. Uh, zombie pirate robot attack and uh, blow some zombies away and listen to my voice and you'll laugh 
very hard because you will recognize what just trust me any of the groaning and the the pirate voices and stuff you'll laugh trust me i think al has it and he's he's been uh going through the levels as well so al thank you for playing that it's very fun okay okay so um you can end it dear Okay, this has been a Moyer Multimedia LLC production, copyright 2012. All rights are... Zombie Pirate Robot Attack. this podcast that means that you excellent people who are listening to this cool podcast are even more cooler how cool is that so once you finish listening to this podcast why don't you come over to our podcast and give us a go we're called waffle on you can find us on itunes simply type in waffle on or go to our webpage and you'll find us at http colon forward slash forward slash waffle on we do tv You'll find everything here, from sci-fi to comedy, from drama to thriller. Come and check us out. We're called Waffle On. 
11 teams of two in an exciting race around the world to win $1 million on The Amazing Race. I'm Joyce. And I'm Al. On our show, The Amazing Race Fast Forward Podcast, we'll recap each weekly episode of The Amazing Race, give you a rundown on each team, and tell you our predictions on who we think will cross the mat in first place each week, and ultimately win the $1 million prize. We'll also share listener predictions and other interesting information we pick up along the season. Check out the Fast Forward Podcast in iTunes or at fastforwardtar.com. And we'll see you at the Fast Forward. Hi, Russell. Are you like mommy? Are you doing a podcast? A podcast. Podcast. Good boy. That is pretty much the cutest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Podcast. Anomaly. Something that deviates from what is standard, normal, or expected. An oddity, peculiarity, irregularity, inconsistency, incongruity, a rarity. I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And we're the socially functional co-hosts of Anomaly. The podcast with a unique perspective, a female perspective on all things geek. Star Trek, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Buffy, Firefly, gaming, books, costuming, and general geek topics. The sometimes monthly, but always entertaining, Anomaly Podcast. Anomalypodcast.com.